Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Sarah Rose podcast. This is episode six, and I'm joined by the gorgeous Amy O'Donoghue. If you don't know Amy, she is a runner, and she talks a lot on her Instagram about mindset and, you know, mindfulness, and she just is like a huge resource of knowledge, and so I'm buzzing to have her on the podcast. So do you want to say hi, Amy? Hello, everyone. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for that intro, Gal, and I am <laughs> equally as buzzing to be on with you. So if anyone um so how we met was basically I'm pretty sure I just follow Amy on Instagram and just I actually remember being in bed like drunk one night and being like she looks fab I'm just gonna comment on her picture <laughs> and then literally we were just like insta friends used to hype each other up in the comments for yeah, like years hyped off each other like always I was like Woo! <laughs> no literally like insta friends I think this is actually our first time speaking to each other <laughs> So funny. I love it. <laughs> no, same. I absolutely love it. I feel like now that's such a thing and I actually love it so much. You can just become friends with anyone. So yeah, we're going to get into it now. I'm going to start off with what are your greatest wins? What have your greatest wins taught you? Ooh, I like that question. I think that they have taught me to be like so grateful for everything. You know, they really, really have is like, well, maybe when I was younger, I definitely like wouldn't have appreciated like greatest wins as much yeah. I think as like I've gotten older and as time goes by that like I appreciate every win, like not just the great ones, but like also the small ones. So, so yeah. and like me, I definitely, definitely when I was younger, I'd say I would have taken stuff more so for granted, but yeah. I think that's definitely changed as I've gotten older. So they've taught me that. I suppose hard work pays off maybe yeah. not like immediately like sometimes you might have to wait years <laughs> yeah. like, okay like finally it paid off but yeah that always does pay off in the end so yeah. if you want something you have to go get it uh, absolutely yeah that actually comes on to another question I have for you because I remember you had on your story one time or it must have been a post you hadn't had a PP in like three years and I was that was something I really wanted to talk to you about because a lot of people not that not that you would have given up at that stage but like people would, might have slowed down or reshifted their priorities to because the commitments are huge so my question is how do you deal with the frustration of lack of progress I think there has to be like this little glimmer of I'm not done yet inside yeah. of you and that little bit of fight and like that doesn't just apply to running I think that applies to all areas of life like and especially I want to say on this is that like I was only thinking about this earlier when I was going training like I don't think I ever go training and I'm like I'm so excited like yeah. normally I'm like oh my god I have to do this I have to do this and that's when I try and be like no no I get to but like you never actually like the things that like make you improve and get you to where you want to be like they're not enjoyable like yeah you know but grafting that, like they're, they're grafting and those years where I wasn't improving and where I was just kind of hitting a slump like they were just grafting years where I was just always like it's gonna come it's gonna come like course there was so many tears and upsets and frustrations but I was just like no I, I'm not done like this is not I'm not done like I have to keep trying yeah. so it was just having that little glimmer of like there's more there's definitely more there but it's also that kind of stubbornness of like no this is not going to fucking define me I'm <laughs> going to pull my shit together like 
yeah yeah that resilience some people might have you just don't have that like quitter mentality do you know what I mean which I I I think that it's something you can build on you know I think that I definitely when I was younger would have quit more easily um I think as I've gotten older and more mature and just more aware of myself and and where I want to be like you just can't give in you know you don't get anywhere in life with giving in no that's just not a good mentality whereas I think if you like are patient and steady and you know if you fall off the wagon so what get back on it I think that's a big thing where people might like myself included I've done this like you fall off the wagon and then you're sulking and you're like okay that's it like that's just one day like you have to like let go of that get back on the wagon straight away and then keep pushing on you know you can't just let one little shitty time of life like define you like you just have to keep going and keep pushing absolutely yeah and a lot of people do a lot of people something happens to them they roll over and play victim for the rest of their life and then that's the reason their life didn't go to plan they give up control like as an excuse but do you know when you're in that place now and then you see other people and they're kind of outperforming then at that space what's that like and how do you kind of keep yourself together when not only are you feeling shit about yourself for being stuck but you're also then watching other people fly on past and like maybe you have jealousy and you've envy and then you frustration with yourself and so how do you how do you deal with that I think that's something I would definitely struggle with like not just in running on social media I will say like even this year now on social media I definitely haven't done like haven't hit my goals haven't done what I wanted to do I did in the first lockdown but this year I haven't done like that's frustrating like and that's also yeah. hard same in running like when you're watching people outperform you that you would have maybe previously beaten it's hard and like definitely what I try to say to myself is control the controllables but that yes. is so much easier said than done oh yeah my God, it is so hard to do still I feel like that's something I'm always kind of working on working on is trying to control the controllables because like you're constantly thinking like oh but like what if this what if that yeah. and it's like, okay but can I control that no yeah you know so I yeah. think just kind of controlling the controllables and actually just having a bit of faith you know I think I think it's especially hard if you're someone who's very competitive or very driven because like when you see someone that you might have ranked yourself higher than your head it's like <laughs> oh it fires you up you're like oh fuck yeah no it yeah. is it's hard and it's something that I think we all kind of deal with in in yes. all areas but it's something that I think once you practice it's just practice really isn't it like it's yeah working on a chipping away and that's one thing I've learned about all things like mindset and, and the way we think is, is it's just, it's not an, it never ends. You have to constantly work on it and work on yourself. How do you stop that from bleeding into like a really awful critical mind? Cause I can imagine then you could have that voice in your head cause you're trying to push to be better, mm-hmm. but then you're, then it's like you're pushing against a brick wall. So how do you, how do you stop that critical voice in your head from getting too loud and like completely deteriorating your mental health and your self-worth like I think that and I don't really know how it came about I think there was a few different things that kind of like pushed me on to become very aware of myself and the way I think and I think that this hits everyone at different times in their life like it definitely it hit me I would say the most after a breakup and okay that was in what year was that 2019 now um so again it wasn't like in it wasn't in my control but that's when my mindset started changing and I suppose when you're heartbroken like you do start to think differently and you know you want to better yourself and 
you want to improve and you have to kind of it was the first time I suppose I was like stopped in my tracks in a long time and I was like okay like I need to change the way I think and I need to you know improve the way I think and improve my mindset so I think that it was definitely that and also just I suppose I'd had a lot of injury problems in running and that made me a lot more self-aware we'll say and I really started to like listen to my thoughts and like really really started to pay attention to myself and that voice in my head yeah and I think that once once you start doing that and once you're woken up to that voice in your head like it can actually really shock you how mean you are to yourself <gasps> yeah oh <my> <laughs> yeah I that that's the one thing I went I went to therapy my first question to my therapist I was literally like Gabrielle I was just like I am so cruel to myself to the point that it's like I'm bullying myself in my head and you know when you're someone who wants better for themselves I thought that voice kind of kept me sharp and kept me do you know what I mean like if I wasn't so hard on myself and honest honest by the way is with myself that I would like slip back but I actually was just tearing myself to pieces so you probably is that kind of the same that's the thing and it was just like the same as you I just was like so hard on myself and I was like oh my god why am I being like this like it's shocking like when you when you actually <laughs> realize the thoughts go in your head like did I actually just think that to myself yeah. what and it's like I really had to sit sit with myself and be like I need to completely rewire this and yeah rewire the way I think because it's it's not right like one thing I really really found helped me was talking to yourself the way you talk to a best friend yes it's something that has actually really helped me over the years is when you realize that the conversation that you have with yourself is so different to the one you'd have with your best friend yes it is it's wild like and you'd be you'd be so mean to yourself but if your best friend was in the same position you would be telling them that they are a queen that they're the best things yes and like it I think when you start applying that to yourself then it it completely changes it and takes that critical side away I think even like think about how like not to bring it back to sport but just in general I, I this is how I thought of that as well as a best friend I was like what if I was a coach like coaching a team and I want the best out of my teammates is this what I would say to get the best performance out of them so why would I say that to myself to get the best performance out of myself like not a hope yeah (laughs) I'm gonna quit the sport and like you know yeah and you would think that it would be easy to change that voice in your head oh it's so hard so hard it's something that it's it's something that you have to constantly do yeah you have to check yourself like constantly and if and of course then sometimes you fall back like and I would notice that like I don't know if I was having a shit week or something and then I might be like I don't know say something mean to myself and I'd be like oh like no like stop but I think okay. once you really become I think the main thing for me anyway is just really you have to become aware of your thoughts and I think that people because I was the same before I got into this I would just be like oh my god shut up like yeah how do you do that, how do you do that? But when it starts to resonate with you um, and when you really need to change, when you're like, right, I need to change. I want to change. Yes. I want to do this for myself. I want to better myself. That that's when you start to listen to that voice in your head and be like, okay, this, this is where it all starts. Like, this is where the change starts. Okay. So how did you kind of slow down your thoughts to be aware of them, to then change them? Like, what's the process you went through to learn how to do that? And then when you're having that really shit week, what's the kind of like skills you fall back on being like, okay, now it's time for A, B, C, D, E, do you know? 
Yeah. So the first thing I did was like delve into YouTube videos and <laughs> books and like just listen to anyone that I could find that I was like trying to resonate with. Yeah. And I would trial and test different things. So one thing I did, which was a lot of work, was if I was ha- if I had one negative thought, like we'll take running, for example, right? If I was going into a race and I was getting to the start line and I was like, oh God, this is going to go shit. Like, yeah. oh, I'm shitting it now. What if so-and-so is in better shape than me? What if she's going to have a really good day? I would just be like, okay, Amy, let's like the, all these negative thoughts, like you have to, okay, let's take one of them and let's replace it with three positive ones. You have done all this training. You are in great shape. You have beaten these girls before. And then when you, and then more and more positive ones will flood into your mind. And then by the time you actually become rational, you're like, wait, (laughs) why was I thinking so negatively? It's your emotions. It's your emotions. It's, it's your emotions getting the better of you yeah and, and that was one thing that I, I found on Sinead Hegarty's Instagram and I was like it was like some like a switch went in my head when I was learning about how your emotions impact all of this and if you're just able to like calm yourself and think clearly and, yeah. and realize that like that voice in your head isn't something you have to believe and you can change that voice to a more positive one like that's that's definitely how I deal with it Uh, but definitely the side of it as well I found so interesting oh stop I actually I'm actually obsessed with it like when I'm sitting and working I'm literally just listening to YouTube videos in my ear I'm actually just obsessed with it it's yeah it's like it's like a hack of life do you know kind of way it feels like you found some sort of secret and then you start using it you're like oh oh my god it's true but like one the one recommendation I would say would be the trying the replacing the negative thought with three positive ones it's something that I go over and over again and it's like something that after doing it for a significant period of time I was able to look back and be like oh my god like I've really just changed the way I think and and really changed that voice in my head and it was like such a rewarding moment but I had to to do it for a long time before I got yeah. it and I think that's where you know before I wouldn't have had the patience to do that and I'd have done something for a week and been like yeah. no didn't work obviously just doesn't work for me <laughs> like where yeah. with this I was like you know what now let's just let's stick at this like yeah let's do it once a day every day doesn't have to be every thought but let's do it once a day and when you notice it change those and then eventually you actually start to just the, the negative ones don't even come into your head and then it, yeah. it's just positive ones and then you're like oh it's actually working and it's such yeah. a lovely moment that's I, I actually do think that's amazing I was just thinking there, I was like how would I how would I use that and I was like let's say here's there I really felt shit about how I looked I could be like well okay replace three positive my boyfriend still fancies me <laughs> do you know what I mean you'd be like do you know what I mean you'd be like well yeah. I look nice in this picture and you could I can see you can use it to almost anything do you know you can yeah yeah I, I love that yeah. what what have your biggest failures and losses taught you as well or what have they taught you about yourself that you're just like, oh, and then how have you grown past them then? I actually love this question so much because you would think like, I feel like from the outside in looking at like someone's page, if they had a really great day or if they won something or they just achieved a big goal, like you would be like, wow, that's like definitely, you know, that's amazing for them. And they've de- probably learned so much. But honestly, it's the failures that for me, 
in a weird way I'm so grateful for because I yeah. think that they are the ones that make you resilient they're the ones that change you as a person like I mean I can safely say that it's from every single failure that I've become stronger mentally that I have gotten a little bit more resilient and a little bit more motivation and being like that's no like that's not knocking me down and I'm going to come back even stronger like they just one thing I also like weirdly enough about failures is they put you back in your box because you can't get everything you want in life and when you fail at something or something doesn't work out how you would have liked it to and you're throwing a tantrum like it's things like hang on that's life shit happens life doesn't go the way you want it like I remember crying to my mom like after a breakup being like oh my god and she was <laughs> straight out <laughs> so dramatic she just threw out was like Amy that's life like yeah. just, things don't happen the way you want them or expect them to yeah. and I was like oh she's right like yeah at the, at the time like your world ending I know well, it's true and I remember just sitting there in the car being like yeah that, that is true life often we have this plan in our head and we think it's going to go a certain way and it usually goes the polar opposite way with a million hurdles in between yeah I I love that because it 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 does it sometimes it needs to put you in your box right when you might be getting a bit bigger yourself or ego's getting somewhere life will teach you a lesson like hold on a minute now calm down hot shot like (laughs) I'm literally there I was like I could think of like (laughs) five examples top of my head where I was like yeah life put me back in my box for that one (laughs) A hundred percent. How do you say disciplined and consistent? This question is specifically for myself because consistency is something I struggle with. And I think a lot of people do. Like I'm that person who will go to the gym for three months and I'll be like there four or five, five days a week. I'm like on it. And the next thing like drop off and I won't do it then for like, you know, another six months. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I think a lot of people struggle with that. And I think it's the one thing, it's the one thing that separates the good from the great and the bad from the ugly is consistency. And you're the best person to ask that question to. So for people like me who are hopeless, what are your tips? I would say to understand that like, it's going to be 90% a slog. Like training, it is a slog and being consistent is not pretty and it's not fun. And it's hard work every single day, day in, day out. It was like, I'd be guilty of this too. Like looking at someone being like, they just have their shit together. They obviously wake up every day, like high up <laughs> And it's yeah. like, that. it's not the, the case. And like consistency is hard, but I think that understanding like, okay, you know, this is what I have to do every day. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be fun. I think that's one thing I would say is understanding that like, you just have to go out and get it done basically it's not going to be easy it's not going to be hard but it's something that when you look back on you'll be so so proud of yourself for doing it and um, I would say also making small goals for the week so yes. it's like it's really easy to be like no I need to go I need to get everything done like sometimes just go literally just go get in the door and then you're there because I often find with training like sometimes you'd be sitting in the car right it's lashing rain the last thing you want to do is get out and run and it's like I know that getting out of this car is going to be the hardest part of this right sometimes the getting up and the going is just the hardest part so 
on the days that you don't feel like doing it just set the goal like I'm just going to go in today and see what happens like it doesn't have to be perfect because that, that's the thing sometimes we think like that the training and the consistency consistency has to be perfect but it doesn't it's not you know um I mean there's there's rarely I can safely say there's rarely a week where everything goes per- goes perfect for me yeah and I take all the boxes or I'm really happy with all the sessions like that's just not not life and I think a, a problem you see is we see on social media people portray things like that and yes you need to think wow like every single thing they do is, is amazing and they're so consistent but that's just not reality like and that's yeah. not life okay so getting out getting it done like no matter how big or small it is and setting small goals and actually oh this just came into my head here's a good one right that I actually love right I can't remember now who would have said this before was it it was probably Sinead Hegarty or Becca Gilliner one of those girls um but it's like when you are about to lose consistency um just think to yourself what would the very very best version of myself do in (gasps) this situation (laughs) right yeah. I love that because you know the answer. Like yeah. you know the answer. The very best version of you would be getting up, getting out, being like, I am a queen. I'm a, like, I'm getting this done. Yeah. They would be, they wouldn't be like, mm, no, like I don't, I don't want to do it today. Yeah. They'd so- be pulling you out the car by your hair, be like, I'm not carrying. Yeah, amazing. I'm gonna get it done. And I think that's such a one where like if you're that if is you're, a really good one. Isn't it really good? Because <gasps> you know like the answer that, to that. Yeah. Like, what would the very best version of myself do in this situation? They would get up off their arse and they would get out, no matter yeah. how they feel. So I use I use that one a lot, a lot actually. I love, I love that one. I actually yeah. you're after remind me of something I actually forgot I I don't know where I listened to it but it was just like do the habits of the person you want to be today and eventually you'll be that person love that Same thing. it's true yeah it's yeah. true but that's the hard bit and it's so funny because normally like what what you're going to do like training gym it's not that it's hard the hard part is like thinking about doing it that's the hard mm-hmm. bit is yeah. just being like oh I don't want to do it like it's cold I'm not arsed I'm not in the mood once you get out there and are doing it then it's like oh this is actually grand what are the things you see other people do that you know are mistakes what are do you know what I mean when you see other people doing what are like maybe it's to do with their attitude or life in general and you're just like okay I can see that that's what that person is doing and it's going to hold them back do you know what I mean the the biggest crimes other people commit I would say going hell for leather too soon is what is a big thing you see where someone and I totally get that it's like you're say if you're starting something new let's say if you were starting running for example right okay if you were starting going out jogging um you're really hyped up for it and then you go out you start leathering it on the roads on the grass wherever you're going a week later you're injured you can't run yeah. at all and that's it out the window whereas yeah. and I get and I get that it's like wow this is a new thing I want to go out and smash my goals but sometimes you just have to be so patient um so that's definitely one thing I I would say and that's just in all areas is when you start yeah. something new you you might think oh I'll be unreal at this now after a month yeah that might happen for two or three years yeah or even and that's one thing I would say and then and then you quit because you didn't achieve what you wanted to do in that space of time and you're like oh that was stupid I'm out Whereas I think if you go into it with a different mindset of like, let's just 
be patient with this see how it goes like I don't need to smash my goal I need to just get out and make a habit of it that's what I yes. need I need to go out like for running we'll say I need to go because I feel like it's like oh 5k 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 that's like such a thing like yeah I like I want to like your mindset should be like I want to be like interested in running 5k's in a year's time and not have done one hated it so much and be injured and never want to do it again you should want to make it like a a hobby or something that you'd really enjoy doing like yeah I'm the setup I have now in Dublin is so nice where a lot of my good friends are are teachers and runners and we run together every week and we have the chats and we have the laughs and it's so nice and like it's just that I love that like I love going out training with them and we do we've been doing it for years and it's like that's what you're doing you want to be enjoying it and having fun with it you know yeah Um, I love that because I downloaded the couch to 5k app and I was like I'm gonna be a runner now (laughs) like a few months ago yeah see that's the thing like literally talking to me right now (laughs) um I'd say as well like is is what how you talk to yourself like that's a big one it's really a big one that's where and I was the same that's there's so many times in running that I have slipped up because I've I've doubted myself I think doubt is such a big one how do you how do you deal with self-doubt self-doubt's a big one for me too such a big one same thing how you talk to yourself like yeah just starting with the hang on a minute now would I say this to my best friend yeah Uh, journaling now I'm I'm actually going to be very honest here and say I I have not journaled (laughs) September so I can't right. read my journaling. <laughs> journaling helps me all the time. Do it yeah. the no, no, I, I really haven't. I haven't been good with my journaling. Um, yeah, but I will be. Yeah, when I'm back part time working, I'll be straight back on that buzz. But that is one thing when you're into a rhythm of it. And sorry, do you know what I haven't even mentioned is yoga. I <gasps> love. Do you? Yoga. Um, now the first lockdown, right? I when did I, you get time for running and work and yoga? Oh my god. In the first lockdown now do you know when everyone was yeah. on doing their banana bread and stuff yeah like that. yeah so like I would definitely have been like oh god yoga is boring like don't want to do that and I found that girl yoga with Adrian on YouTube and there was right. a, a 30-day challenge and even though I didn't some days it was like oh my god I have to do it but by the end of the 30 days right on the last day I bawled crying for the whole what? practice and I was like oh god that must have done something or released something what balls crying like sobbing yeah really? kind of like half laughing half crying I was like if anyone looks in my window and sees me like <laughs> half crying half laughing <laughs> yeah so I I think it definitely helps the way you you think definitely 100 percent I love that's it. mad like the few stretches can the impact it can have I've heard people say that before that eventually they start crying doing yoga and I just I'm not even a, I'm not a crier at all like I'm the opposite but I always want to be a crier and I'm like maybe I need to start yoga <laughs> well I'm telling you I wouldn't consider myself much of a crier now either but genie like when I was doing this I was like oh my god but it's hard again it, it is hard but I think it's it's quite quite rewarding yeah it's kind of really getting in that touch with that like mind bodiness where you're like just thinking about your body instead of being stuck in your mind yeah what's the hardest lesson you've had to learn the hard way Ooh. yeah that is that is a really good lesson the hardest lesson I've had to learn the hard way 
if you want to think, I can say mine first while you're thinking. Okay, you say yours first. So I think the hardest lesson that I've had to learn the hard way is that not everybody's going to recognize your worth. Yes. So. Oh my God. Yes. You can be, you know, you know that you're like 10 out of 10 and you think you're fantastic. And and that's if you get to that point and you might be in a situation where you're rejected by somebody or, and you're like, how don't they realize me and like my worth and like, why are they rejecting me or leaving me or da da da? And I think that's the hardest lesson I've learned the hard way that your worth has to come from what you think and not what other people worth they place on you. And even they might, they might see your worth, but it might be too much work for them and they might walk away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I would like, that's just one context. It applies to so many, but I think that's the lesson. I've had I love that. And when you were telling me that I was thinking like, okay, like what are the things that I have sobbed at? Like, like the cried, not sobbed, actually wailed crying the most yeah. in my life. And every single one I can think of is the exact reason you just said someone or something not realizing your worth. And you're so right. I cannot stress that enough because it's when you're in that moment where you're inconsolably crying, whether it's rejected by a job, a person, anything like when something doesn't go your way, it's in those moments of like inconsolable crying that after you realize, oh my God, it's me. Like I cannot allow myself to be this upset because someone doesn't think that I'm the shit like yeah I'm the the shit I have to think that I'm the shit no it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks and yeah and it's like it's the thing about that is that it's something that would like eat away at your mind I find yes definitely in the past yeah like whether it's being rejected in a race rejected by a person rejected after an interview like those are the moments where you think your life is falling Part. but I yes. think every time in life that that's happened is a one step closer to realizing your own self-worth and one yeah. step closer to being like okay I can't place my worth or value on anyone else because I know my value and if someone else knows my value I'll attract that you know yes it, it's it's crazy but yeah that's so I would have to say that anytime I can think of is placing my worth in someone else or someone or something else's hands and then realizing hang on the only the only person's worth that matters is is my own and it it does that first time you learn that lesson the hard way it breaks you because it just shatters your sense of self and your yeah it's a really really tough one because you start questioning yourself then you're like am I I think it matters like it's the security maybe that you would have placed in in someone else and then when that's broken like it's when you I think it's as well when like it happens and you don't think it's gonna happen or it happens it's the you feel so betrayed and then oh oh it's awful (laughs) yeah but like awful it's just but I, I love when you do you know when you're like so past a situation like that and you're able to kind of reflect on it and look yeah. back on it it's then that you're like that there's a reason that that person wasn't for me there's a reason yes. that thing wasn't for me and it's yes. because something better suited to me and something better in general was coming along and I think yeah. that's such a nice moment to to have when you read yeah. when you look back at something and be like oh that's why that thing didn't work out or that's why me and such a person didn't work out you know yeah like it's in those moments that you're like crying over it that you actually become so much stronger and they I love those moments because 
they challenge you and that's what absolutely yeah they're the moments that like change you or make you or break you basically like yeah they're the moments that you're like okay I've something here has happened I need to grow from this and I need to like see well how could I avoid this again from happening or what would I do yeah. different, differently and that's how you grow like and how you how you learn absolutely and like I just know like my reaction I can think of one scenario was basically where I would just be like oh oh you don't think that well I even though I was so rejected and so like Tara like, well, I'm gonna show you exactly <laughs> like you know what I mean like oh and then you cringe so much when you think like Oh, <gasps> something for that like one person to see yeah oh my god oh. what are you doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so embarrassing but it's, it's so nice to look back and be able to laugh at that and be yeah. like what was I doing because then yeah. you're like wow I've come so far from yeah like you that. move you move from an ego into like setting yeah. into yourself and that's the that's the real great blessing that comes out of that too do you know what I mean I love that and I love that whole thing about the ego I find fascinating but so ridiculously true like it's like when you're in those situations it's your ego that's like no they have to want me or that that job should have worked out or something and then it's like your your yourself is like but it didn't work out for a reason let's accept that let's stop holding on to things that didn't work out like let's accept what is and let's move on now you know yeah absolutely What are, I know we've probably talked about this a little bit, but I still like this question. What are the rituals that you have that you believe contribute to your success? So can you think at top of your head? They might be like mundane everyday things, or they can just be like habits you have. And you're like, that's that. And I'm not just talking about running. I'm talking about life. I'm talking about school. I'm talking about, you know, everywhere in your life. You're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm handling this well, you know? I think um, a big thing and it's only started happening in the last few years is accepting that like life is full of change Um, I would have been very stubborn and very like no like it it has to go this way or it has to go that way and in the last few years like if something shit happens or something doesn't work out I'm like okay let's go like let's move on Um, and so that's a big thing I know it's not a habit or a ritual but it's a way of thinking that I think you need to adapt like to To move forward um, and not be stuck in your head as much is okay. that if something shit happens or something un- unexpected it's like instead of freaking out about it which I probably would have done when I was younger and now I'm just like oh I mean I'll have a little freak out but then I'll <laughs> be like, right, okay, look, that's grand like let's go let's move on and yeah. I think it's just as well like doing the little things like for running we'll say stretching at night um making sure I drink enough water uh but I think a lot of it really is just having a good relationship with myself and I know it's like oh that's so cliche but like you know it's true though it's true like it really is true like unless you have unless you like yourself unless you have a good relationship with with yourself I don't think you can be successful in anything yeah Yeah. Um, and it's just I suppose like keeping tabs on that and making sure that I don't let that slide because I feel like I have worked quite hard to improve the relationship I had with myself and I would never say like I hated myself or disliked myself but I was quite mean to myself and definitely just like harsh I suppose and I, I'm not like that anymore and like I'm quite proud of the work I've put in so just like keeping making sure that I keep up to date on that really um, yeah. and stay consistent you know 
and, and yeah. I think it's, you know another one as well is like acknowledging the small wins yes like I that's that. something I yeah I wouldn't have done and like I mean something so small like going up now later on tonight and stretching like if I did that I'm like oh you know I wasn't arsed about doing that and I did it and I'm proud of yeah. doing it you know yeah. we, we very we do brush over the small things a lot whereas really the small things all like over and over again is how we get the big things you are actually after remind me of something again I was listening to um a podcast and it was about you know the navy seals in america mm-hmm. it's like the toughest area of the army or not the army but the military to get into and they were they were like um doing a test and what's the difference between the people who get accepted versus not get accepted mm-hmm. and the psychological difference was all the people who made it through i think this was david goggins who was talking oh, about this actually. Yeah, actually yeah, yeah. Um, he's like the people who made it true are the people who are able to recognize the small wins so when they have every every time they do something they they have an inner reward system is how they phrased it so every time they do something in their mind they go okay unreal I just accomplished this now I'm going to go try accomplish this and they take it in bite size and that's how they stay mentally strong when they're being like um you know like lack of sleep and being like tortured (laughs) like (laughs) So yeah, I think really good. Yeah, yeah, I think, and even like a nice exercise would be like every day, be like, okay, what was one thing that I did there today that was a small win? Because you can always find something, you know, in in a day. It's kind of like you know doing that thing, like three things I'm grateful for. It's the same thing. Like you could you could go through. Actually, speaking of grateful, I think like developing a a mindset of gratitude is something that really changed my mindset as well. Really. Uh, yeah so like even doing that thing like things I'm grateful for like it's so easy to kind of glide through life and you know it just go yeah. through day-to-day things and not and not even think like oh my god I'm actually just so lucky to be in this situation to have a, a house a roof over my head all that kind of stuff uh, yeah. and I genuinely like I genuinely when I started being more grateful for things in my life more thing more good things start coming into my life definitely like or more I, good things yeah. happening yeah I think gratitude is only something I've started practicing as well, like within the last year and a hundred percent, the more I've been grateful for the more that I've yeah, happened. Are you killing it on your own podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm still not used to it. I'm still sweating every time. <laughs> so yeah. like, okay, you, you know, you have a job, you're a professional athlete. You also, I hope have a life and <laughs> I do other things. So yeah, how yeah. do you, how do you juggle that? Like I, you know, I just have a full-time job, like basically, and I find it hard to make time for things because outside of commitments, there's these things you've got to do in life. There's life things and there's job things then there's hobby things. Then there's spending time with people. How do you manage your time? How do you juggle it all? It's, it's so hard. Like it is. And I have definitely have a newfound appreciation for people who train, whether that's any sport, like GA, swimming, rugby, whatever it is. And also work because it, like the, I, I found it really exhausting at the start. And I was honestly like, I don't understand how people do this. Like one of my friends who's also a teacher, like she is just unreal at it. Like she, she has such a good balance and she's never tired. Whereas like, I'm definitely a bit of a prima donna and like, I would be like, oh my God, like I'm wrecked. Like I would always yeah. kind of be like, oh my God, I'm wrecked. I'm, I'm tired. Like yeah. I'm drained. Um, But I guess it's like, it's just something you have to kind of try and get used to um I don't think it ever really gets easier I think 
you're you're always tired but it's it's just a choice but you know what though like I've definitely found that I'm a bit more lenient with and and realistic with training since I've started working full-time like before I would never really have taken an unplanned rest day whereas okay. now if I like a good few times or not a good few times but definitely a few times since September if I am just not like if I'm like there's a day where I'm exhausted and I think that going out training would be detrimental to me rather than beneficial I'll tell my coach and I'll be like look I'm just exhausted today I cannot train yeah. and then like perfect like let's just take an unplanned rest day so yeah. it's things like that I suppose and just being very realistic and like I know now that it, training is a lot harder and I need more recovery and I need to be more realistic like if I'm having a shit session like it's like okay well I've just been working all day and yeah that that could be why I'm having the shit session you know yeah but, yeah it, it's tough it, it is tough like there's no point in saying otherwise because it genuinely is quite tough on the back of that question then how do you build resilience and grit okay so you're talking to someone they're pushover you know what I mean they give in all the time they give up all the time and you're sat across that table and they're like, help me, Amy, please. Like, what would you, what would you say to them? I would say that, well, I was definitely, I went through a phase um, in running where I was injured for quite a lot of time. And up until that year, everything came quite naturally to me in running. So yeah. uh, it, was, it was such a shock and, you know, that's kind of when doubts started to creep in and, yeah, I remember like a lot like my coach at the time and like my parents and people that watched me run would have would often say like you didn't look like you were trying there or you could have probably done better there like I crossed the line and like I just kind of be like oh shit like I didn't actually push myself hard there and it's yeah. because that voice in my head was like nah like do you know just, yeah. quit. just give up just give in um so sorry, am I not cursing this? I was about to be yeah, like, yeah, oh, you got it. I'm cursing every single episode. I have to keep <laughs> explicit. The first time I listened, my mom was like, Sarah, you curse a lot. Like, you need to, yeah, I do. Yeah, I know. I literally curse all the time, and it's the biggest struggle on this podcast. It's not myself, yeah. person. so you right, know, curse like, away. Race, right? Where I'm like, fuck this, don't want to do this. Um, yeah, yeah I, like I'm gonna be honest, um, and not bullshit and say it is so tedious and hard to change that change that voice change that doubt but it is completely possible because I've done it like I'm you know when you see those things and they're like oh like I'm living proof like I, I am I, I yeah. really mean that like I did change the way I think um but it's baby steps you have to start baby baby steps like in training you know getting over one mental barrier because it's your it's your brain it's your voice that voice in your head telling you to stop and give up and quit yeah that you need to change you know yeah and it really it's it is just so tedious but it's so like worthwhile and rewarding when you look back in a few months but it's you have to have that want no one if I'm sitting across from someone and they're like oh like I'm not Irish blah 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 like it has to come from you and it has to yeah. come from okay like and I, I don't think that you have to hit rock bottom either like you know and I don't think something significant like a breakup or something like that has to happen to you it's just you have to make a decision yeah. and, not, and and stick with it and make a promise to yourself and say okay I can clearly improve in this like I can clearly yeah. be nicer to myself and I can get more out of myself 
and I'm going yeah. to do it and I'm going to stick at it and I, I know it's going to be hard and I mean god there's been so many times where I've fallen off the wagon and it, it's just about getting back on it and not staying off it when you fall off and getting back yeah. time after time after time because it's like anything the more you practice that the better you become at it so the more that you practice getting back up after you've been knocked down the more you'll be able to do it and I can definitely say that like you know in running in life the more experience I've gone through where things haven't worked out or things have gone shit now that I've gone through it like a good few times it gets easier because yeah practice like you know when that's there's like a therapy technique basically where that voice in your head you you name it Mm -hmm. and so like like when you're running and that voice pops up are you like shut the fuck up I don't know Jane (laughs) like yeah I definitely like talk to it I don't have a name for it but I'm like you're not real this voice isn't real and this voice has been created through so many different bad experiences or people saying stuff to me that like of course it's going to be mean because it's picking up and soaking in all the mean things and it's like you it's it's your it's in your power to change that and be like no it's okay do you know actually what one thing I used to do is like have you ever seen anything about like your inner child oh yeah (laughs) yeah and I I love that because it's like when you think like back when when you're going through it those doubts come in and you picture yourself as a younger person and it's like like I want to make them proud and in this moment right now like I want to dig in and and dig yeah. so that I can make my younger self proud you know yeah I I often think of that and I often think as well of like because I know one day I want to have kids and I often think like I want to live a life that my kids are proud of where they go into school and they're like my mom is this person like exactly. that's another way I think of it too yeah and I'm like, oh, fuck, we're getting my shit together for my kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like 26. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, I don't know. I feel like the way I've thought has changed so much over the last, we'll say, 10 years. Like, I'd yeah. say I would have been gone from quite a negative person and quite critical of myself to more accepting and aware. And I think that you, it's just something that, because I see it like now when people are age you can you can tell by the way someone talks that they're stuck in a secondary school mindset yes oh my god yes conversation if it's just bitching and slating someone I'm guilty that I used to do that when I was young you know I I think that's just something that when you're stuck in that kind of a mindset you do because you're you're being negative to yourself so of course you're going to be negative to people around you but when you work that and and realize hang on I can hype people up and I can hype myself up and there's yeah there's so much room for positivity like it, it's such a rewarding thing to see how your own mind changes and your own thoughts change yeah I can whenever I think back to where I was let's say you know like most judgmental most critical of other people that's the exact same period of my life where I was the unhappiest yes and there's no surprise like there's no surprise and at some stage in your life as you develop you make a decision an internal decision be like do I want to be a happy successful person or do I want to be a miserable little bitch so at some stage you kind of put on your big girl pants and be like okay this needs to change I want to like myself and I want to like other people and I want to live a happy life do you know and that's the thing is that it's when you make that decision you have to follow through and yeah that's the hard part that's the part that requires the determination and the self-control and the discipline and the consistency. It's the consistency really. And it's like, 
not being hard on yourself if it doesn't go to plan and if you're like okay by this time I want to like myself that bit more and let's say you fall off the wagon it's okay it happened get back on and try again and keep trying and keep trying until you start seeing results you have always struck me as a really confident person and I know it's a question someone asked you but I actually had it on my list too where does your confidence come from and if you do know how did you develop it or how did you nurture it to grow I think confidence comes from not caring what other people think like do you know what honestly now right I would like see like TikToks or things of people being like oh I'm too embarrassed to post on Instagram or um you know it's like a TikTok where it's like oh like I post on Instagram and then I throw my phone away because I, d- I don't want to see it- it's just shameful yeah. and, all this. and I'd be watching them being like what like <laughs> I, I, I just I never I'm just like it's not now like it, it, yeah and I think it, it comes from I think confidence just comes from not caring what other people think of you yeah and like I and again it, like say with clothes with everything it's like if you're scared to do something absolutely do it because it yeah. means there's something inside of you that's that wants like, it. Do it. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's just it's just believing in yourself, like and backing yourself. Uh, like, of course, I, I, yeah, I mean, I would, I, I don't even think about confidence, so I suppose I would be a confident person. Um, yeah. But again, I think it really all comes down to the relationship you have with yourself and the the voice that's inside your head. Because if the voice inside your head is saying oh like you look rotten state of you of course yeah. you're going to be confident because you've you've already before you even left the house you're you're having doubts whereas if you're just like it doesn't matter I I think I look cool and yeah and I like myself so who cares what other people think like I think that's what really builds confidence you strike me well I always knew I could tell from your Instagram stories I knew you were a really strong person what do you think why do you think you're such a strong person what do you think has made you a strong person I think just like my approach to shit things happening and yeah. resilience, it's just resilience and not letting things get the better of me. I think, um, yeah. I don't think I was always like that. I mean, I suppose with running I was, but it's, it's just like, I think it's quite rewarding to use a shitty situation to like make you a better person. Fuel, fuel you like fuel for rockets and like. Exactly. I love that. And I just think that yeah I'm, I'm strong because it's a choice as well like it is yeah it's a choice like yeah I love being like okay um this has happened like I can't change that but what I can do is come back even stronger yeah and I love that that sort of a challenge in any aspect of life really um, yeah and yeah and I also think it's like a thing where life's not fair yeah um, god like that's just something I've, I've really noticed in the last few years like um life's not always fair like there's no. great things happening in life and then there's also shit things happening in life but sometimes it's just not fair and no like there's nothing you can do about it and you have to you yeah. can either feel sorry for yourself and have that victim mentality we were talking about earlier or you can just be like no like I'm gonna overcome this and move on and, and learn from it I that's the one lesson like I was always taught and I, I remember being like a child and I might sound cruel to say it to a child but they'd be like life's not fair yeah. life's not fair Sarah yeah. and it's something I was always told growing up and I just never expected it to be fair and I think that's a really important mindset to put into children so they don't always expect things to go their way and then 
all of a sudden it's everyone else's fault when life's not fair that means it's your responsibility people don't like to hear that but yeah oh definitely so I I would have been like I would have had that victim mentality when I was younger and I like you have to get out of that if you have that poor me why me mentality that's you and you know you notice as well that when you're in that kind of a mindset more shit things keep happening yeah it's because of that way you're thinking like oh poor me like no you need to say okay this has happened shit this has happened again like how am I going to fix this how am I going to change it because I can't you know yeah yeah you're have you always been so driven or is that a new thing I I have I'm going to be honest like when I was running it was Irish dancing um so I have always been a driven person I'd say yeah like I've I've gone through times where I'm injured or, or not motivated and lacking motivation so I suppose it's more like I'd be resilient more so because okay. I, I don't think that I think motivation is is very rare like there's there's fickle. it is and there's yeah. only a few times in the year where I'm really really motivated and I'm like I know like this is going to be amazing whereas like the rest of the year it's just going to get me through it and yeah. I think I've always been like that like just kind of getting through it and moving on to the next goal and doing the next thing. Whereas I think that motivation and drive and that, that can go up and down. It's just, yeah. it's just kind of um, trying to be the best version of yourself over and over again, I suppose. So yeah, I suppose I have always been driven even from a child and that probably did help with running and stuff, but I would never like, like even when you said that to me, I would never like think that way. I'd never be like, Oh, I'm actually quite driven. You know, yeah. I, I was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's just it like that's just the way I'd be like you know do you think it was something that was innate in you or was it kind of in the way how you were raised your parents are probably driven too they are very driven and I suppose being an only child maybe I was I was very lucky that they put me in every possible position to have the best life and the best opportunities that I could have so I suppose I am very lucky in that regard and having them to look up to always being driven so yeah I suppose um but like also I think it comes from being competitive and wanting to yeah. do it yourself. So a bit of both. What's the most beneficial lesson that your parents have taught you? Oh, I would say definitely that life's not fair. Oh, yeah. 100%. And yeah. because you can, you can definitely think that and, and think that everything should work out the way you want to, but like, that's just not life. So life's not fair. And I suppose like they've just taught me like consistency and hard work like even the things that they've done for me and providing such a such great opportunities for me like I watched them and I suppose it wasn't until I was that bit older that I became so appreciative of it and grateful for it yeah it's like you know you don't nothing in life comes easy to you and there's no coincidences and nothing no. ever falls in place like there's day in day out hard work is put into to anything good in life like absolutely yeah and then I suppose kind of marrying that question is what what do you have to sacrifice to be an athlete? And I suppose it's not really about being an athlete. What do you have to sacrifice? But what do you have to sacrifice to be very successful in anything to kind of reach the you know top 10 or the top, you know, 20 percent? What's the unsexy realities of reaching there that? There's a quote that um Kelly Harrington you know the Olympic boxing champion for Ireland yeah yes um and it's I'm absolutely going to butcher this quote (laughs) (laughs) it was along the lines of the the last 
road is is lonely or you know the something basically it was saying the quote said that once you get near the nearer you get to your goals it gets lonely and it gets tough and it gets hard so and that that's true I think because like you know not in like not in like a weird way but you have to be kind of happy to do your own thing and and not do what other people are doing and um you have to be strong willed enough to be like okay I know what I need to do of yeah. course there's going to be these distractions and there's going to be temptation everywhere but I think you just need to know that like it, it when you're close to your goal it, it's it's lonely and it's tough and you're spending maybe more time with yourself because you're in when everyone else is out and yeah it's the last mile is never crowded so oh I love that I really liked that when she said that I was like that is so true like it's that last it's always that like last bit before you achieve a goal where yeah yeah you know I have to push on here and I have to do it for myself for myself yeah is it worth it it is yeah I definitely think so and yeah like I, I would say like for a runner, I do enjoy like a social life. And, and that's something that people have asked me a lot. So it's a question I would get asked a lot. It's like, how do you balance life and training? And, you know, you seem to have a good kind of balance of, of everything. And I think I always have been like that. I, of course, there's times where you have to say no and you have to give up on your social life. But yeah. at the same time, my outlet is going out dancing with my friends and that kind of thing yeah. and like I would never give that up because that's what makes me so happy yeah like, when I was a child that's what I love doing going out and dancing and just having a great laugh so I think that maybe sometimes people would feel guilty for doing that if they were like you know like in sport or high quality but I don't think like that I'm like no whatever your whatever's your outlet Within reason, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you, have to, you have to do and you have to you have to have fun. Because yeah. you know, I, I can I can definitely say that when I'm not happy, I don't run well. Yeah. And the times in life where I've been unhappy, I have not run well at all. And then it's it's actually gas. Like sometimes I like in season I'd be like, no, like I can't do this or I can't eat shit and I'm just gonna go like a 110 million percent. I'll run shit. <laughs> And then, yeah. uh, then, sorry to my coach if he's listening to this. <laughs> but like, I have, I have dragged the week before like big races and run massive PBs, and yeah. I'm like, what? Like, I'm not saying you need to do that. That they are yeah. definitely ones off. But I'm saying yeah. it's like balance. It's the balance. Like I yeah. always was relaxed going into those races because I had a great time. Yeah, and, and then it worked. <laughs> what's your mantra like if you had like a not a motto not like a cream like like oh what's your motto but like what's that kind of mantra where you're like that's my value like for example one of mine where my biggest one for a long time was always quality over quantity anytime mm-hmm. I had a decision I'd be like okay sir quality over quantity that would be one of mine do you have anything like that I think it's still in my bio is see the good and okay. I think I try and do that is to see the good in every single situation um, even the bad ones because yeah. often like there is so much good to come from a bad situation so I really live by that and even when shit things happen I'm like okay but what are the good things I can take out of this situation so yeah. that would definitely be one that I live by see the good I love that one thanks that's such a sweet one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
the goals like break if you make small goals you're more likely to stick at them than saying right by the end of the year I want to do something mad like something huge like if you make small goals and hold yourself accountable week on week yeah you're, you're more likely to stick at that how important is your environment to your success like your friends people around you I think it's very important I think like even now I've just moved house and I'm living with one of my best friends and someone who is also a swimmer and who I can tell will also be a friend yeah I just think that if you're around like-minded people who support you and big you up like it's going to make such a difference to your life and your mentality yeah and I think that you you really have to live in a healthy environment and like if you do it'll your whole mental well-being will be better but I actually just love to surround myself with people who think the same way as me people who have goals and like god like I cannot remember the last time any of my friends like bitched to me like it's just that thing like we're we're talking about our goals we're talking about moaning about something or other you know what I mean but like it's about ourselves and and each other how are we like checking in and and I think that like it's so important to have friends or family that it's healthy and have those healthy conversations yeah 100% environment is so important have you found that hard if you're like surrounded by like negative you know influences in your environment yours has it been like a conscious effort being like okay I need to like tighten up this around me do you know yeah well I think that's where you need to be able to block out that negative influencer whoever it is like yeah you need to be able to that's where I suppose you need to be strong-minded and say well they said such and such a thing but I don't care they're yeah. irrelevant and yeah in one ear and out the other yes yeah. what I'd say if someone pisses me off or says something I'm just like right in one ear and out the other like just yeah can't, you can't let it get to you because that's going to happen so often in life yeah absolutely do you find it hard um you know I, I always think about people let's say for example like Limerick Herders for example mm-hmm. or anyone and they have one bad performance and you every owl fell in a pub is slay oh. in the back of them <laughs> and they're, they're like 20 year old lads or they're young lads how have you dealt with like criticism like that you've had a bad race or da 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 and you have these people and they're criticizing you all of a sudden how do you how do you handle that yeah I remember I was at a race one time and I didn't run well and I was going through I was in college I was enjoying myself and I wasn't running maybe as good as I should have been and my mom was um I was getting like my medal and my mom said that she overheard someone being like oh that's Amy O'Donoghue she used to be good (gasps) and I was like oh my I'll never forget hearing it because like like in like the first thing I wanted to do was go up to them and be like uh oh my god like what the hell why are you saying about me (laughs) like I, I I think that in a weird way it spurs you on and it's like I want to do better for myself but like you, you want to prove those kind of people wrong as well yeah um, and it's also like they see one snippet of a bad day like anything yeah. has happened to have had that bad day like you Absolutely. are you are for for a reason and you've worked hard to get there and you've you've had some really good performances to get there I wouldn't mind but you were getting a medal first of all <laughs> First of all, can we just it used to be good. I still like it was years. I'd say it was like seven or eight years ago, and I'm still like, I still, like yeah, I know, I know. 
Um, but so then it's like everyone says something fascinating, like, oh, she ate a shit. I'd be guilty of that, like, oh God, she ran shit today, or yeah, you know, but it's like I think we just do that, don't we, sometimes? And we don't even you might say something and not even realize you've said it or how yeah. it would back to them. Like that person that said that about me probably had no idea that that would ever get back to me. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's it's just like, oh god, it's just like you just need to use it as fuel to improve. Not take offense to it, but use it as fuel. Fuel. Yeah. <laughs> use it yeah. as fuel to improve. I do feel I did you watch the Michael Jordan documentary about his life, The Last Dance? I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, Amy, watch it. You will it's, it reminds me of what you're saying. Like his thing was like if anyone sh- like shit talk him or if he missed a shot and someone said something, that was the minute he like turned on and every comment that he would use anything to fuel him up and then he would absolutely destroy whoever opponent said that. Oh my god, watch that. But that's it was a big point though that came that the best people, the most successful people are the people who use that to fire them up, being like, All right, okay, that's that's what you want to say. So yeah, like, that's the thing you can let it impact you or you can use it as fuel and yeah. you have to you have to in that moment be like you know what like I'm gonna show you I'm gonna prove you wrong yeah yeah I love it yeah right so I think I think that's a nice note to end it on yeah yeah we've had a great chat haven't we I know yeah I'm not talking I swear every single time every single time I'm like it'll be a 40 minute podcast yeah. there and then I just get chatting and I'm, there's just too many things I want to ask everyone I've brought on. I just find so interesting. And I'm just like, I want to talk to you all night. Yeah, literally, I'd stay here all night. <laughs> no, yeah, no. But anyways, we'll wrap it up there. Um, Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it so much. You're a thank star. Thank you for having me on. So nice. Oh, nice of course. Of course. Um, we both manifested this podcast together. <laughs> So this is also a podcast to prove that manifestation works. Manifestation <laughs> is real. <laughs> yeah. And on that, we'll end it there. Thanks. And I'll chat to you next time. Bye.